previously on the Social Proof Podcast. How many employees you got? In the corporate office, this is our, our main office, probably about 50. Yeah, yeah about 50, 50 okay, people. Gotcha. Yeah. And you built that from scratch. We built it from scratch, man. Scratch. But, so but, but listen, we had the ghetto office, man. Can I just, I'm just going to, since you're talking about that, because um, I want to make sure people know that it's not like this is today, right. but it didn't start like that. Mm-hmm. When we first started, man, I, I kid you not, David, um, like I said, door-to-door sales, right? And I was a sales rep. I was a technician. Mm-hmm. I was customer service. I was back office. All right, I must have wore six or seven hats. My partner, same thing. Sure. He, did, he handled all the operations. And so when people would call, because, you know, we thought to ourselves, who wants to do business with two black guys? You know, like, two black guys? Come on. So, Were you audit- but, but in this, at this point, you weren't 100% you. We were an ISO up under First Data in Wells Fargo. We, we were ISO of Wells Fargo, but up under First Data. So we thought we were the owners. Gotcha. But they were doing the underwriting and risk, right? So you follow what I'm saying? Okay, so, so there's, a, there's a bunch of people like that. Where oh, tons you got of your companies. own processing company, mm-hmm. but you're still being underwritten by right. a large you know, company. You're not even a processing company. You're a sales company. That's, mm-hmm. really, what, that's really what it is. Like, a lot of people are kind of like... Um, <laughs> they over embellish the CEO, mm. right? I'm the CEO, I own this, I own that, right? It don't mean nothing right. if you don't own the paper, right? If you're not in control of the risk, you're a salesperson. And there's nothing wrong with being right. a salesperson, if but that's really what it is. Sh- ah, that's a bar. Right. If you're not in control of the risk, you're a salesperson. That's right. Not a bit ah. Right, right. It's, it's a whole different game because, like I said, we were doing deals and people would call, man, and I answer the phone, hey, hi, my name is uh, Jason, how can I help you? Right. And then somebody else will call, yeah, this is Mr. Kowalski, uh, how can I help you? Dude, I must have done that so many times, I mastered it. I mean, I mastered it. My partner would do the same thing. So people thought we had an office of 25 people. It was just two people. And then we built up, we built up, we built up, we built up. We brought telemarketers in, we brought sales reps in. And here's the thing, right? So all these other companies, I had worked with two other companies before as a consultant, and I was like, man, they're super unethical. Got to start our own thing, right? <clears throat> you know, we're the owners, right? And, man, we got a slap in the face, like huge slap in the face, because we brought on all this business, and we were going real fast with deals, but we were going backwards mm. because they were holding funds. They were doing all kind of crazy stuff. They were mistreat us. We couldn't get in contact with the decision makers. The owner, we, we bring the deal. You, we, you come on board with me. And you call me like, yo, where, where's my money, cause? I'm like, what, what you mean? What, what you mean, where's the money? Right. It's not in my account, man. Where's my damn money? And it looks like I'm being unethical when I'm not. It's this other entity who is basically pulling the strings, but I can't do nothing because even though I'm the CEO or whatever title I want to give myself, that's why I don't even have a title now, right? <laughs> because the other entity who controls the risk, that's who controls the deal. So they can increase the rates if they want to. They can hold the funds and not communicate with me or the business owner, for that matter, if they want to. Gotcha. Right? Some of them have English as the third language. They don't even understand what a DBA is right. versus a legal business name. You know, they don't know about online courses. They don't know how people can make money online. They don't even understand, especially the banking world, they don't even understand that yet. Right. They're still coming around, right? Mm. So... That's another reason why we said, you know, it took us a while to realize that we weren't really the owners, mm. right? 
So we had to put up, a, you know, many years, man, of not taking a check home. Like, no exaggeration, like, years. So how, how did you make the, the transition from the salesperson mm -hmm. to I now control the risk? Mm -hmm. Like, you process through my company, mm -hmm. I hold the money. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I collect the money, I collect the money, mm -hmm. and I deliver the money. Uh, sure. So I'm still sales. I'm, you know, I've added some marketing skills to my, to my belt. So the way we, um, it was, man, it was years, dude, like literally years. But I'm talking about in terms of structure-wise. Okay, so structure-wise, so I'm getting to that. So instead of taking checks home ourselves as the owners, right, mm -hmm. we, <laughs> we didn't take a check home, right? Everyone who worked for us, sales reps, 1099, W4s, it didn't matter. Everyone made really good money. How'd you get paid? We didn't. What'd you do? Man. What'd you eat? Ah, man. Dude. I was, you know, we'd take maybe a little bit here and there, use the credit card, you know. Um, the bank accounts definitely weren't, weren't fat at all. <laughs> Just, man, you know, um, being creative, dude. I mean, for years, like, no exaggeration, for years. And so every dollar that we had, now we had to put back into becoming a full service provider, which is how you become the owner of the actual paper itself. Did you, did you have to, like, buy your freedom almost? Like Basically, yep. Because we were, we, we were if we could have done it another way, we would have, but the bankers and company uh, people from these big entities we know we would see them no matter what complexion they were and we'd be like oh you know they we're going to help you and it was this game man you got to read the fine print and everywhere we turn you know it was like man they got us here they got us there i told my business partner like dang man you ain't reading the work, paperwork or what yeah, right. he's like man this is what they told me you you heard it and it was just so much game and so we had to kind of slow down for a second and say all right let's just take our money what's 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 the highest how can we used to say this how can we get off the plantation? Mm. And we used to always say that to each other. How can we get off the plantation, yeah. man? You know, because we do a deal, and, and master say, you know what? No money for you today. Mm. Just keep working. No money. So we're like, man, how can we get away from that kind of regime where we're in control? So it was becoming a full service provider by putting all of our money back into a reserve. And basically, like you said, because it wasn't like you can do it. Right. People were always telling us, no, you can't, you know, well, yeah, what's that? I never question. even heard of it. Like people were like, and most people don't know what it is. Yeah. But even people today, I talked to a guy just the other day who basically told me he does billions and billions and billions of dollars in sales, right? And he has all of these banks that he works with. He didn't even understand it, right? So a lot of people don't even know what it is. You really have to dig and have to kind of go through it to realize that maybe some people watching this who are into the sales space, maybe now they could, they'll definitely be able to relate with having funds held. But you really have to keep digging, and you have to find because they don't they don't even offer it to companies unless you have so much money in the bank. You have to have your your financials together. You have to have. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. You have to have a physical office. You have to um, have risk analysts on board. You have to have underwriters. So you have to spend a lot of money. You have to have tech support customer yeah. service because... We could have we could have done it at different levels, but to really be in control of everything, yeah. you have to have you have to bring everything in house. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. As an example, and I get off the subject, um, while we were an ISO up under first data, so imagine if there's an underwriting issue, you have to rely on somebody who doesn't know you, you have no connection with, right? right? Or if there is funds that are being held, you don't know the risk analyst. We called a risk analyst one time and said, hey, man, can you release this company's money? He says, uh, what's the name of the company? We gave him the name of the company. He's like, well, I'm shoveling snow right now. We're like, what? Shoveling snow? Like, what did we do? Where are you at? <laughs> and he said, well, don't worry, man. When I go back in, I'll release it. And he released it without asking us for any docs. So we're like, you know what? This is strictly a subjective thing that's being done Damn, here. That's crazy. And people are being incentivized. At some point, we said people are being incentivized to just hold money. It was no extra paperwork you needed or anything. So even with tech support, people will call us, but the ultimate tech support would be with who holds the risk. Right, right, right. They would make the decisions. They would do all kinds of things we didn't want them to do. Customer service, the same thing. It was horrible customer service. I don't know how First Data has, is the, one of the biggest, if not the biggest processing platform right, right. in the world, but has the worst customer service and tech support in the world. Mm. And so we said, how can we, because we want to represent us. We, we don't want to have people, because people are like, man, you guys are horrible. We're like, it's not even us. Right, right, you guys right. are holding my money. We're like, we didn't even make the money. We don't have it. <laughs> right, so right, right. to get from up under that, man, we decided to go 100% all in and control everything right. ourselves. And I guess it's challenging to be in your position. That's why there's no other African-American-owned companies that do this, right? But Nothing I want to talk to you about, one, why is that the case? Like, I mean... It seems like it's just another business model that we got to figure out. Mm -hmm. like, okay, mm -hmm. there's, there's money being made over there. Oh, I got to get this license. I got to get this situation. And, you know, like, why can't someone else do it? Why aren't there more? <clears throat> I think one reason is because, man, I want to say ego. Mm. Ego has a lot to do with it. Because uh, a lot of times we're looking to be the CEO so a lot, some people, not a lot, not everybody. Some people get into entrepreneurship because they don't want to be told what to do. Right, <laughs> right. Wrong reason. Right, right. Because your customers are going to tell you what to do every day, right. all day. So right. So they don't want to be told what to do. They don't want anybody telling them where to go. And I understand that, right? Because I have some of those same feelings as well. I want to go and come as I please. Yeah. 
But when you really get into entrepreneurship and you know it, you probably have to be even more structured, right? right? So what I've seen with people not really taking it a step further, first of all, it's a very closed network. That's the first thing, right? And remember- we In the processing world. Yes, yeah. right. And to get to that level, you know, you got to be squeezing a lot of noses while you're talking. Right, you know what I mean? Mm. Right, you gotta be squeezing a lot of noses, right? So that's one thing. Also, you have to have your financials together, like together, together, together. Also, there's only, there's a very few, you need a sponsorship bank. There's not that many. One guy told me the other day he had 32 sponsorship, he had 32 bins, which means you have a sponsorship with the bank, right? Dude, it's not even 32 banks that offer that. Now, this is not even African American, this is just a guy with a big ego. Right? Mm. He's like, I got 32 banks. We're like, man, the biggest processing platform in the world doesn't even have 32 bank yeah. bins. Oh, you're lying. Right? Well, you're here's lying. the thing. He's a sales rep who can send deals to 32 different places. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But the whole ego of, I'm the CEO. Yeah. Right? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And so I find that we fall victim, everybody falls victim to that as well. Whereas once they get to a position where now I'm the CEO, because there's a lot of salespeople who will say, they'll, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but they'll white label their, uh, you know, they'll white label, or they'll just, no, they won't even white label. They'll say, you know what, I'm David Shan's Merchant Processing, mm. right? They don't really understand any of the other stuff, but they just want to be the CEO. Yeah. Instead of like, just go through the ranks, become, be the best sales rep you could be, learn everything you can with this other company, mm. learn all the mistakes, see all the flaws, see how you can make things better. Mm. But they're like, no, I, as soon as I become a sales rep, bam, I'm the CEO, and they yeah. stop. Yeah, and they start sure. bringing a whole bunch of other people on up under them, mm -hmm. training people, and they don't even know. Right, right. So right. we see that so much in all nationalities. But I definitely think that's one of the reasons, in our, from what I've seen in, within the African American community, is just man, just ego. Like you know, yeah. like if I wanted to learn real estate or something like that, dude, who, man, can I? We just came from the Legacy Center, yeah. right? That was my first time there. Super awesome experience. I will never forget that. Man, can I work here? Can I please work here? Can I, what can I do to learn from, you know, Ernestine and Jay? Like, what can I do, right? Instead of like, okay, now I'm doing real estate. Now I'm this big conglomerate all of a sudden, mm -hmm. right? And then I have to learn all the mistakes of my own, right? This guy already probably made a million mistakes, mm -hmm. spent a ton of money, right? He's been there and done everything that you ever really want to do. So I think that's one of the reasons it's a little bit of ego. To listen to or watch this full episode, be sure to check out the Social Proof Podcast on your favorite listening platform or on YouTube. Finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, the support is appreciated. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week. And I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you 
Would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here, okay? The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship, okay? Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book? every single chapter, every single day, we're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. TheMorningMeetup.com, a dollar. I'm gonna give you all this for a dollar. If you wanna stay, great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want, all right? TheMorningMeetup.com, I'll see you in the morning. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.